0: you Would be surprised to know that some of the most successful women of our time face challenges just like you and I do? Hi, I'm Amber. And I'm Lisa. We're authors of the book, Leading Ladies, Discover Your God-grown
1: Strategy for Success. We invite you to join us in an honest, messy bun conversation about the things we'd rather keep hidden in our lives. Some of those things can keep us from moving forward in purpose. So grab a cup of something delicious, kick off your shoes, and hang out with us for the next 30 minutes. Hello, everyone. Good morning. We are live here on Facebook. Thank you guys for joining us. It's been a hectic week. I know for me, I've been working on two magazine deadlines for Leading Hearts. And Lisa has been catching up on all of the edits for the book. Yes, it's lots of fun little edits.
0: We were very encouraged that we got our edit back early. That means we didn't make too many horrible mistakes but there were lots of commas that we didn't put in and lots of spaces we shouldn't have put in and all of that has to be
1: fixed. Yeah, it's amazing. You think you've done writing all your life and even if you've done blogs or anything like that, magazine articles, I've been in publishing for over 26 years and you never stop learning. Writing this book has been a whole new learning curve. I know for me in writing... I am so glad to have had Lisa in this. How many of you have a best girlfriend? You're like, oh my goodness, I am so thankful that you were beside me in this. And we have learned by a baptism in fire, which is my favorite way to learn. I can't say it's my favorite way to learn. It just (laughs) be the way I dive in most of the
0: time. If our week is busy, I'm sure yours has been too. And the fact that you stopped by this morning just to check in and hear what we have to say, that's really great. We're happy to have you here.
1: You know, as always, we always invite you guys to the conversation. We've been talking for this past month about stuckness and being stuck in certain situations. And I know that this one is particularly close to my heart because it's like when your body just doesn't keep up with your calling. And I can say that as I look into the half century mark and everyone's like, oh, you're a young thing. I tell you what, my bones don't work as same as they did. But I went bowling last night. I was telling, Lisa, my hand, I have a serious hand injury. I should not have that. Okay, I have to have my hand to do my work. And now my bowling injuries from holding a ball. I feel like I'm clawing right now this morning. So it's kind of interesting, all those aches and pains. and, And you're like, oh no, I can't do exactly what I used to do. I don't like to be on roller skates anymore. I will never take up a ministry of roller skating. I did roller skate. I loved
0: roller skating. I was never a roller skate backwards person, but you know, I don't know that my legs would work like that anymore. I think I could move forward. I just don't know how graceful I would be.
1: You know, I went to Evangel. Of course, we weren't supposed to get a dances. So going into skate corral, that was the only way we could dance. What was the thing to a dance you could get to, right? Yeah. It was like, okay. Going through the Imperial
0: Tetra, White Heart. My favorite was the Sweet Comfort Band and my ever. Oh, yeah. Oh, my
1: goodness.
0: So So basically, today's conversation, we're in jest right now, but it truly is an issue. Um, Mm -hmm. We do get older, we start to not to function quite like we used to, we don't keep up quite like we used to. But then there is a deeper side to this conversation as well. What do you do when your body just doesn't play right with Mm -hmm. your calling or your purpose or those things you know you need to be about doing? And how do you handle those moments? You know, we think about people who go through things like terminal illness, where God has given them a diagnosis that says you have these days left, and they are put into a position to where they must choose how they fulfill those days to the best of their ability. We're not making light of anything like that. We recognize that that's a totally different type of walking through life where your body just the skin you live in just simply does not play nice with your purpose or with what your passion and desire is for those days. But there are also scenarios that many of us walk in. We say we can't do X, Y, Z for God, or we can't be involved in these things because my health isn't predictable. The physical body isn't predictable. My yeah. mental health isn't predictable. And it does keep us sometimes from doing what God has called us to do. It can yeah. certainly be a distraction and something that gets in the way.
1: I think that sometimes we have a different idea about what purpose looks like, who God calls us in, in influence and leadership. I mean, we feel like at the end of the day that we should have something, it's almost like building a building. We should have this part of the building done. I believe that the heavenly equation of purpose doesn't quite add up to our human equation of getting things done and built And it's hard to kind of come into agreement and alignment with that as human beings, because we naturally desire to work. We naturally desire to feel like we have something to show for our effort at the end of the day. And sometimes we can't see it and we'll never see it in this lifetime and we talked a lot about lisa's autoimmune issue my and mental health issues quite a few ladies in the book talk about their situations in leadership that took a turn and they felt themselves reevaluating everything that god had called them to even their purpose in that time so it can be a challenge Lisa, I know you touched on your autoimmune issue, one of the main labels of that being rheumatoid arthritis, but there is a lot of stuff packed down into
0: yeah, her. I
1: think sometimes um, and it's
0: something that I think more and more we're learning more about autoimmune disorders and what they can do to us. basically, it's where our body turns inward and rather than, fighting off the bad things, the bacterias and the things that those free radicals that get in us from stress and toxins, instead of fighting those things, it turns inward and fights us in particular areas. And for me, I do have several autoimmune disorders. And for most people who have autoimmune disease, it's not always easy for doctors to find out exactly what it is to pin them with. It usually starts with a lot of symptoms that are across the board similar, having to do with just muscle fatigue and joints that don't work and pain and things like that. Those things can kind of keep you wanting to curl up into a fetal position most of the time and not functioning. And while I smile as I say that, there are days that are very debilitating You can look at a person and not even know that they go through that on the daily. And so a lot Mm -hmm. of times we expect things from people that they're not capable of always giving us consistently because of these conditions. As a person who walks with these types of symptoms, I have to figure out what do I need to do to still be able to function as easily as possible through life. I have to think about things a whole lot more than I used to. I have to plan for things a whole lot more than I used to. I have to be wise about what I do and what I don't do. This is not the same, of course, as someone who possibly has a disability, maybe a physical disability. Maybe there's been an accident and you lost a limb. Or what about people who go through lives not being able to hear or not being able to see? We know people every day who have found ways to overcome and push through. It doesn't change the fact that they don't have a leg or they don't have their sight. What has somehow happened is they're able to push through those situations and still function in a daily way. We met wonderful women as we interviewed for this book and we went through this process. One of our leading ladies, Lisa McIntyre, her chapter is such a magnificent chapter. When meeting Lisa, what was so remarkable to me about her story was just the simple fact that she has lived for many, many years of her life with an autoimmune disease. This autoimmune disease is a special one to where she was told she would probably never see her 50th year. She wouldn't make it to her 50th birthday. And lo and behold, 49th birthday, she goes, okay, I'm not supposed to live to 50. What am I going to do with this next year? If this is all I've got, what am I doing? How am I going to shoot my shot in this situation? And God basically started to work with her on putting together a blog, which is one of the most beautiful blogs I've ever seen. Lisa is an amazing writer and communicator, but also on top of that diagnosis, she received A breast cancer diagnosis and went through months of treatment, mastectomies, and had to gain her health back, all while being in charge of a nonprofit, a very good sized nonprofit. Where do you find what it takes to crawl through those
1: kinds of situations? And I found that it was incredibly profound that Lisa, she has always been a top-notch businesswoman. She has always done excellence. She came out of the accounting world working with the medical community, and she has always been dedicated to excellence. But here as the executive director for a big nonprofit and having visibility in the community, having to liaison, and here you are. Well, naturally, I think COVID kind of closed things down for the season of when she was in chemo. Of course, she had to be very careful in that season. But she had people in place that helped the process. And she had to be incredibly reliant on the people. Now, her board of directors knew that God had put her in that place mm-hmm. and were confident of her giftings, Right. no matter what capacity. Exactly. But I remember her telling me, she said, there were times I felt like I didn't even deserve a paycheck mm-hmm. because I was in such a state. I was questioning my worth questioning. Here, my hair was falling out. Here, I couldn't attend some meetings. We had regular Zoom meetings. But I think the dedication Lisa had to establishing a good team and those people being in place made all of this sickness walking through this and having to be absent possible. So in that, Lisa had to be Open to, I can't do this in my own strength. And I think we all need to get to the place where we know that God, I can't do this in my own strength. And I need to see if there are people alongside me who can help me in this. Yes, process.
0: It's that whole concept that we keep hitting on the past couple of weeks. Who do you have around you? What kind of people are in your inner circle? And for those of us that are even in business, In the working world, what people do we have around us as our support team? And when things like this happen, having that team, having that circle is pretty much indispensable because the reality is, is we are disposable. Mm -hmm. There are other people that can step in and do what we do, but recognizing the strengths in the team around you, recognizing what it means to be a true team Mm -hmm. without this, I can do this better than her. I should be in her position. Recognizing those type of people, making sure that they feel they are a part of what's happening is key to being able to move through moments like this.
1: Yeah. And I know... A lot of times we carry so much on our shoulders, we're very afraid, moreover, than to disappoint ourselves to disappoint others. Right. And when God takes away our ability to step up as much and our hearts there to step up, a lot of times support from others around us that means a lot. And it's hard when you go into a situation number one. Where you feel like if you can't operate a certain level, all of a sudden your whole future is up. Or there's someone on your team that was discouraged or didn't understand why you can't operate like you used to operate because this is really unseen. And in all
0: honesty, you're disappointing them is the hardest thing to work through, especially if they don't have any personal experience with anything like this themselves. If they themselves don't struggle with anything, life is easy to move through in that way, or potentially they don't have a loved one, someone that they've known who's had any type of limitation. It's very hard for them to really understand what you're walking through sometimes relationships really can take a hard hit in those moments. Friendships and loved ones that you felt got you just don't get you anymore. Yeah. What do you do with that? That's a lot of disappointment. You know, you're disappointing them. And in the process, you can feel like even you're disappointing God when the reality is is he's not caught off guard by your circumstance. I think we've kind of discussed a little bit just simply how God can use us. We talked about Katie Nicole a little bit with her anxiety. You and I have had our issues, but what is the main thing that you feel is important to do when you are in that place of stuckness because your body is just not working like it should, your chemicals aren't playing nice with your brain? What do you do to still have forward motion?
1: Well, I think there's, an incredible beauty in just what we're doing here is being honest about the state of what you're dealing with your humanity i mean community i mean i think that it's incredible how just being real and not trying to play ball when you're like hey i'm just having a hard time today but also still pointing to the goodness of god i Amen. Just love Dr. Michelle Bangston. She deals with some serious terminal diagnoses, but at the same time, it has not shaded her desire to shine God into a very dark place of her pain, which she is very transparent about. I know she has this little yellow hard hat <laughs> um, that she puts up on her profile. And it's in those moments that you know that she's in her most pain. Right. So that's how she lets people know this is a bad day. This is a bad day. I need your prayers. And I think just letting people into those moments of, I may seem polished on the outside, but I am in chronic pain. Exactly. And this day, it feels like I do not want to live.
0: I think that the thing that it comes down to, how are you able to move forward in the midst of these times where you just don't see how you're going to put one foot in front of the other? I think what we have to remember is Jesus is willing to meet us right where we are. Mm -hmm. It does not matter our circumstance. It does not matter the details. He's not caught off guard by them. He knows our condition. He knows our humanity. And He's ready to meet us right where we are with whatever we need. You know, there are moments of divine healing that I have seen God Mm -hmm. pour out on people. I have also seen people who have walked through life without those moments of dramatic divine healing, and God still uses them. People often don't know what battles we face behind closed doors, what's really going on on the inside, especially when we continue to push through with His grace and His Mm -hmm. strength. But He will meet us right there every single time. We allow Him in. He will meet us. He will walk with us through those situations. Your giftings and your callings don't have to go up on a shelf because of your human condition. When you are leaning on Jesus, calling upon Him, asking Him to come into the place you're in, He is always going to meet you there. And He's always going to fellowship with you there. And it is in that fellowship that we find the strength. You know, something we've talked about the past couple of weeks is being willing to not just have that tunnel vision and look down, but to look up and out. How do I pull myself out of those very difficult days? Well, Mm -hmm. first of all, I have to be thoughtful about my physical condition. I Mm -hmm. do have some things that I have to do differently than everybody else. Another thing is I can't stay down here. Mm -hmm. I have to look up and out. I have to look at what there is that can bring joy. And also, what can I do to bring joy to others? And those are just practical things. People say, oh, well, that doesn't sound like anything major. It is major when you are stuck in a difficult, difficult place. Sometimes it's hard to pick your eyes up and look outward and ask Jesus to meet you in that situation.
1: One of the things that I've dealt with over the years is chronic migraines. And I know a lot of ladies have that issue and I can push myself so much trying to work through a migraine and work through a migraine. Like, do I operate at the same level? I... I know if I'm just pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing against pain, my body is going to be dealing with that pain a lot longer than if I would just give myself a break. Exactly. Give yourself a break, even with all these magazine deadlines. And <laughs> I honestly was feeling very frustrated last week. I emailed my publisher. I said, I don't think I'm going to make this deadline. Right. Right. I said, it's just too much right now to meet exactly. this deadline. And I had to be okay with not meeting my deadline. Exactly. And I can beat myself up a lot for not being here when I really know here is not where I have the capacity to be. Exactly. And how am I overriding God's limitation? I mean, Paul talked about his grace being made perfect in our weakness. Sometimes our weakness is just our humanness, and we think we can operate here. (laughs) Right. And I'm telling you, God's like, no, 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 no. Take that down. Take Take that that down.
0: down. Take that down. My expectation for you is totally different from your expectation for yourself. You know, we do have biblical examples of what it was like to walk in these difficult moments. The Apostle Paul, we don't know exactly what his affliction was, but look at all that Paul accomplished through the power of Jesus, through him in the whole scheme of Christianity, Paul was able to do a mighty work for God, step into his giftings and his callings in spite of, you know, you think about the woman with the issuance of blood. And while we basically hear her story up to the point of her healing, and then she disappears into what I believe is probably into that whole sea of people who continue to tell people about the goodness of Jesus. When I think about that story, she lived in isolation. She was basically looked upon as unclean. For 12 years, she walked with that affliction. And then in one moment... Her faith made her whole. I'm not going to deny that God can't make us whole in one second, but I do know that when He chooses not to or when it doesn't happen for us, that doesn't shortchange us on being able to walk in God's goodness and being able to serve others and to do His kingdom work. It doesn't stop any of that. It doesn't stop it. There are many people. We've got a few comments. Shanora, hi, it's so good to see you here. Shanora is one of my Ruby Ribbon friends. I've only met her online, but I've watched her walk from a distance as a Christian businesswoman. And she's blessed me. She says that sometimes our weakness is our pride you are so right. Oh my goodness. It can be. That can be. And then Miss Martina, someone who I look up to so much. Martina says, yes, give yourself a break. I've learned that the pain can be too much at the moment. God reminded me of this yesterday. Thank you for the confirmation, ladies. You know, sometimes it's just really tough. I look at those moments. I had surgery the end of September. I had to have a complete hysterectomy and some other things had to, had to be fixed. And I remember I was trying so hard just to work through those first few weeks. But I can honestly say that during those eight weeks of being in a bed, God still used me working on this book and interacting in a way to help us really understand the women that we were putting within the pages of (laughs) the book, like really wrapping my brain around their stories. And God was able to meet with me and encourage me through those moments and still
1: use me. And you know what? God sometimes needs you on your back. (laughs) This is so true. Sometimes he's like, no, 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 girl, you need to stop working by hook or by crook. I know this from personal (laughs) experience. And Lisa going a million different places. She's an incredible caregiver to (laughs) others. But God had to take her to her back. So other people would realize that she needed the care then. And then so at that time, she also... Had the space to complete what God had for us to complete. Exactly. And it was so surprising because I was like, how's this going to get done? And it was by the grace and intervention of God, because he knew that he had to get us both to our backs to make it happen. And how many times, where do we feel that we have to be up on our game? And when God says, no, I need to take the legs out from under you. So you realize that you need me. Sometimes even our weakness, our physical limitations,
0: the lessons not just for us. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there are lessons for those around us. God will use every single scrap, every minute piece of our experience not just for us, but for those around us as well. Yeah. Sometimes the lesson's not just for us, Amber, sometimes it's for other people too. I am so very grateful that we talked about this topic. So many people are listening and paying attention and I feel like this is one that maybe I'll be honest, I hesitated on wanting to pull this one out there just because I think it does come down to pride. Like Shinora said, sometimes we don't want to appear weak But in our weakness, we say it all the time, it's scripture, especially for those people, those of you that are of faith, we say all the time, in our weakness, he is made strong. But honestly, why do we let our pride get in the way? And it doesn't witness to others just how good our God is, just how much he sees us through every moment. We just want to bring this back full circle for a second, and that is that we believe God has gifted each and every single one of you with divine, specially formed purpose. There's a reason you're here. There's a reason why you get up every day. No, maybe you're not the President of the United States. No, maybe you aren't a CEO of a huge company, or maybe you are. God still has divinely purposed you. He has a reason for your being present and it doesn't just encompass big, bold projects. All those, those are wonderful. And I love to watch him shake those trees, but it's also for the little things, the people Mm -hmm. you bump up against in your daily life, your family members, your coworkers, your friends, he's given you a voice and he's given you a purpose. We want to encourage you once again, to step out into your purpose step out into your gifting. you say, well, I don't know what that is. I don't have anything to offer. I'm just this, I'm just that. You know what? Just let him help you dream a little bit. Just let him help you stir up those dreams and visions and passions. He's put them in you. He's put them in you for a purpose. Don't know what the purpose is, but I believe he will give you insight and awareness as to what to do with yourself. I'm so grateful for our time together. We would be remiss not to mention that we are here with purpose as well. Amber and I have a book releasing in May. It is called Leading Ladies, Exploring Your God-Given. Puts- Discover your God-growing god for success. Your God. I'm sitting here talking about purpose. I'm like, whoa, what did I just do with the title of our book? In this book, we interview and speak to over 30 plus women These women come from all backgrounds. They are all hues. They come from all different jobs. They live in all different places. The one thing they have in common is they know Jesus. Yes. And we look at some of those women and we see people who are just smoldering with success. And then some of those women we've never met before, and yet their lives are just as successful when you hear their stories and you take from them the information they have to share about how God put them on the path that
1: they're on. We know your lives are going to be changed. I think the biggest message is never negate the power, the testimony that God has given you to work through your weakness Amen. To shine His glory. That's right. Never underestimate that testimony, because Amen. that, my friends, is purpose. Amen. This is more than just a book coming out. This is the power of God to work in some of our most strange situations to accomplish <laughs> great things. Amen. Amen. We were flat on our backs, girls, and He stepped in. I'm just saying it's a step of faith. Sometimes there's purpose buried deep. And he says, just believe. And by the testimony that you will receive to shine my glory, that is purpose. Amen. That is purpose. Amen. It's the greatest thing you can. Have. Yes. Thank you, Jesus.
0: I am so happy that you joined us today. If you have not gone to our website, leadingladies.life, we want you to go there. Leadingladies.life. There is a little online form you can fill out to become a VIP. That just gives us your email address so that we can give you updates about this book and about any events we may have happening. When you subscribe as a VIP, we are going to send you an email with a link to our song that was written by Michaela Weaver. It is an amazingly anointed song. It will bless you to your core utilize it in your prayer time. It is a prayer. Utilize it just as a time of encouragement should you need it. It is on replay all the time here for me, but we want to give you that free download so that you can be blessed as well. We'll give you all the details about the book with that mailing list as well.
1: Thank you guys for joining us this week. We are going to stay in our stuck to move forward next week. <laughs> That's right. We're going to stay in our stuck to move forward next week. So I hope you guys join us next week for another conversation of moving forward in stuckness, moving forward in our perceived stuckness. Right. God bless you. You and thank you so much for joining us. And you guys have a great rest of the weekend.
0: Bye.